Hello, my name is Randy, and I'm going to be giving the midweek message for Mana Krishnahana today. My topic is putting action to our faith. But before we begin, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word, Lord Father. I pray that you give me the utterance to speak, and that there would be ears to hear, Lord Father, what you have to say. We give you all the honor and praise. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Today, I want to talk to you about a very simple message, and that is putting action to what you believe putting action to your faith, putting action to what you're convinced about. I want to talk about one of the steps of faith that we often miss and that this is the key to seeing God do extraordinary things with our faith. And that is this. When we put feet to our faith, when we put boots to our beliefs, that's when something extraordinary happens. I want to talk about that because it sounds practical, but it's very spiritual. For example, are you struggling with addiction? You can hope and believe for healing, but I would ask, are you involved in a recovery program? Because you see, if you don't put action to your faith, you can hope and believe for a long time. Have you lost your job? Are you hoping and believing for a new one? My question is, do you have your resume and are you knocking on doors? Are you starting to understand the action part of faith? Because if you don't, it's going to be something that you're going to have to wait on and just wait on until action takes place. Listen carefully. God is not moved by our needs. Oh, he's concerned about them, very concerned. But God is not moved by our needs. More importantly, he's moved by our faith. For example, what happened when the lady came to Jesus and tugged on the border of his garment? What about the blind man who came and said, Lord, have mercy on me? What about the people who had leprosy? When Jesus said, go your way, show yourself to the priests, and on their way, they were healed. They put action to their faith. What was that missing step? action to their faith. I want to talk about that and how critical and how crucial that is. In Hebrews 11, where God archives the men and women of faith and the lesson that they want to transfer to you and me, you're going to find today in Joshua. But Joshua is not going to be mentioned by name. He's going to be mentioned by action. I mean, I was looking for Joshua in Hebrews 11. He's not there by name, but his action is there. And I thought, well, that's a message in itself that God actually put the action of Joshua because that's his life message. His life message is found in verse 30 of Hebrews 11. And it says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. Now who was it that was leading that charge? Joshua. How do you think it was encircled for seven days? You see, God had promised them that they would conquer Jericho. The promise was there. But what made that promise come to pass? It was the boots on the ground for seven days. What if they had just stood there hoping it would come down or said we believe it would come down? Would it? No, it wouldn't have come down. It wasn't until they put boots on the ground for seven days and then whammo. You see, I want to talk about putting boots to your belief and action to your faith because the bottom line is when God sees action behind what we believe, extraordinary things happen. Why? Because God sees the action behind your faith. When God sees that you're willing to give, even though you have just as many needs as anybody else, and you give out of faith, not out of abundance. Anybody can give out of abundance. But when you begin to give by faith, God sees that. Malachi 3 says, Bring your tithes into the storehouse, and see if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Scripture also says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists 
and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. For those who come to him must believe that he is. You see, now is the time to learn to give out of faith, not out of abundance. And when you do, watch what happens. We could say, well, when God gives to me more, I'll give him more. Yeah, that's kind of like standing in front of a fireplace and you're freezing in the middle of winter and you say to the fireplace, give me heat and then I'll give you some wood. No, it doesn't happen that way, does it? That's the same kind of faith a lot of times where it's sort of like, when I get more, I'll give more. That never happens. When is enough ever enough? You see, we must start to give out of faith, not of abundance. If you learn to give by faith and not by abundance and put action to faith, extraordinary things begin to take place. God already given to you everything you need. Question is, are you going to possess it? Let's read this next verse from Joshua 1.1 out of the New King James Version. And it says, The Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go. What did he say? Arise, go. Here we can clearly see that we're going to need action. Let's continue reading. Over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Notice he says, every place that the sole of your foot will step upon, I will give to you. Is that what it says? No. It actually says, every place where the sole of your foot treads upon, I have already given to you. Which is, he's saying, I've already given to you that land. But you're going to release the potential of that promise when you take action and take possession of it. Here's the lesson of Joshua. He's going to say, faith is intentional. It's not automatic. It's not accidental. It's intentional. Every place where upon the sole of your foot treads, here it is. Let's say there is a potential promise and it's in front of you. The sole of your foot takes a step or takes action. It becomes reality here and now. Along comes another potential promise in front of you. The sole of your foot takes another step or takes action. Reality here and now. Here's what he's saying. Joshua, Moses lived for 40 years on the promise. It's time for you to take possession of that promise. He lived on those promises. You will not take possession of those promises. You see, God is saying the missing key is action. Put action to it. It doesn't have to be massive or drastic. Start small and work your way up. It could be praying more, reading the word more, memorizing scripture. When God sees action, which means faith becoming intentional, everything starts to change. Let's read the next scripture in Joshua 1.7 out of NIV. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. That you would be what wherever you go? Successful. Yeah, you can have success. You can have manipulated success. You can have coerced or crafty success. Or you can have good success. If you want God to bless you, the Bible says from Proverbs 10.22, King James Version, The blessings of the Lord it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. When God blesses you with good success, there's no sorrow to it. You can get success another way, but it will bring us challenges and disappointments. But if you do it God's way, whether it's your job or a relationship, your finances, I'll tell you, if you want God's blessing, you got to do it God's way. And then he gives you not just success, he gives you good success. For the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. 
He's saying to Joshua, Joshua, what I've commanded you, you take action to the law of God. And he said, if you do, I will be with you wherever you go. I'll be with you when you take that stance, and I will turn what the potential into that which is reality. I will take that which is promised, and I'll turn it into something that is present. And it is your action that changes it from something latent to something that is here and now. But it requires a piece of action. And Joshua's name isn't mentioned in Hebrews 11, but his action is. Isn't that cool? Next, I begin to understand what God says. I'll be with you all the way to the end. It's going to take some courage, but I'll be with you. For example, three Hebrew young men in Daniel chapter 3 were present, were present before King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar was going to build an idol 80 feet tall. He said, whenever you hear the horns blast, I want you from wherever you are in that city, and that's why he made it so tall, that whenever you hear the horns, I want everybody to bound to this idol. So he ordered the instruments and all kinds of music to be played, and everybody bowed down except those three Hebrew young men. King Nebuchadnezzar said, Hey, didn't I tell you that you would be put to death if you don't bow down? And the three Hebrew men, courageous and putting action to their faith, and in Daniel 3.18 said, Nebuchadnezzar, our God to whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire that you set up for those who disobey. He's about to deliver us, but even if he does not, we're still not going to serve your gods. These guys are courageous. They were putting action to their faith. Nebuchadnezzar got so enraged, he said, You take that furnace of blaze fire, heat it up seven times hotter. So they turned up the thermostat. They put bindings on Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and escorted them into the furnace of blazing fire. In fact, the furnace was so hot that the soldiers that escorted them were fried before they even put them in the furnace. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the furnace. Nebuchadnezzar looks in there and says, Hey, didn't we throw three in there? Yeah. Why do I see four? And the description of the fourth, let's read it. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. I'll be with you always. You start taking possession of the promises. God will walk right with you. Because you can live with promises, and you can live in the desert for 40 years until you take action. Whether it be your finances, your marriage, your relationship, your faith, you need to take action. Let me ask you, are you reading the Bible? Are you doing devotions? You need to take action. It's time. This is the season. This is an era where I believe God is saying that the missing key is going to be now found, and we're going to start to add that. And extraordinary things will begin to take place in our lives, individually and as a church body. Action is also obedience. In fact, good success is based on obedience and expressed in action. You hear Kahu talk a lot about reading the Bible. But let me tell you that just reading the Bible isn't an end in itself. It actually, it's actually a means to something. Let's see what God says to Joshua. And this is just verse after verse. Let's read it. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Okay, stop right there. All right. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Now here are the next two words. They are crucial. It says, so that. You see, we should read the word and meditate on it. But that's not an end in itself. So why should I do that, then you ask? Here's why you do it. Let's read the rest so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. 
then you will be prosperous and successful. Then you will be what? Prosperous and successful. Let's continue. Verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Be with you where? Wherever you go. Do you think God can see your faith? Absolutely. In fact, in the book of James, chapter 2, verse 17, it says this, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. I wonder if some of us have a dead faith. Here's a story for you. There were these two avid golfers, Bert and Harry, and man, they loved golf and could play any chance they had. One day, Bert came home like at midnight, and his wife said, Honey, you're home so late. What happened? Bert said, Ah, oh, something awful happened. What? she asked. You know, honey, on the back nine, on the tenth hole, Harry, my best buddy, died of a cardiac arrest, a heart attack, and he dies on the putting green. Oh, she said, that's awful. No, he said, I'll tell you what's awful. From then on, the whole back nine, it was hit the ball, drag Harry. Hit the ball, drag Harry. Okay, so that was a stupid joke. So what? But the bottom line is this. Although that's gross, I wonder how many of us are dragging our dead faith around and think it's just fine. And we don't even recognize it because the Bible says faith without action is dead. God can see your faith. So how do you put faith to your action? That's not that big. It's not hard. God can see your faith. When you go to work and you put 100% into your job, God can see that. That's faith in action. Because I've been praying for a promotion. I've been praying for some financial help. When you go to work and you put 100%, not 99, not 80, not just enough to get by, but you put 100%. When you put 100%, you're demonstrating action to your faith. When you're kind to somebody who's irritating the snot out of you, you're putting action to what you believe. God says, ah, I see that. How about at this very moment? You're watching this midweek message today. You could have been snoozing. You could have been fellowshipping with Sister Pillow and Brother Blanket. You could have been totally doing something else right now, but you came and you made a choice to put action to your faith. Let me ask, like Joshua, do you have an intentional faith? I hope you do. I hope you do put action to your faith. It'll be the beginning of God opening extraordinary doors for you. I'm going to close with this. Some of you had a dream that you've been praying about for a long time. Some of you had a promise that you've been standing on for a long time. It's time to take it to the next level. It's time to put boots to your belief. I want my marriage to do better, or my finances, or this, or that. What action are you putting to those areas of faith? That combined and coupled together, extraordinary doors will open. And if you will do that, and put intentionality to your faith, and boots to your belief, if you will do that, then you're about to see extraordinary doors open open. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to share your word. Thank you for revealing yourself to us and all that you promise. I pray and trust, Father, that you are speaking to each and every one of us in those areas we need to put feet to our faith and boots to our belief so that we can possess the promise that you have for us, not just hope for the promises. I want to start possessing those promises. But I need your help to put action to my faith that is, miss, that is the missing key. Would you help me? Change me. Make me the person you want me to be. Make me the person with faith and action. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for your son. Thank you for that he died on the cross for my sins, that I might have life everlasting. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you everyone for watching. I hope you have a blessed week. Allah.